0: All right, and here we are to talk about the beginning, the full beginning of the War of the Bounty Hunters. We had the alpha issue and then some preludes, but this is Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters number one, and I'm here with my man, Matt. What's going on, Matt? Not a lot. Pretty good today. Yeah, <laughs> we're here to talk a little Han Solo, some Boba Fett, a lot of stuff going on for Laman Saka. Everybody's <laughs> in this one. Uh, all of our favorites, including, you know, Bib Fortuna. But we end up having this, and it is written by Charles Soule. It is illustrated by Luke Ross, colored by Niraj Menon, and lettered by B.C.'s Travis Lanham. And now I have to go back to the beginning. I hate when they separate yeah. the crawl and the credits, but it's Boba Fett claimed the bounty of the notorious smuggler and rebel officer Han Solo, but Solo was stolen from Fett on Nar Shaddaa. Who would dare steal from the galaxy's most dangerous bounty hunter? This single act might change the galaxy forever. and we find out who it is, and it, it, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing: you're tying a lot of this issue into the solo movie, and I don't know if you know this, Matt, but that was a you know it, it, there was problems with that. Yes. People uh, ended up making a stand when that movie came out, and ended up. I I watched it with my son. Uh, you liked it, Logan. We liked yeah. it enough. My son loved it. I, I liked it enough. It was just what it was. I didn't go in thinking it was anything that important or crazy. Um, but I had a good time. Well, I'm sure and there's, I'm sure there's a lot of people reading
1: this though that never watched it for that yeah, that stand. A that lot you're of people about. who,
0: like I said, that they were they made a stand at that point. Yep. It was very odd, but uh, you know, with the whole Last Jedi, and then they weren't going to watch Solo because that, it was just it was complete nonsense, mm-hmm. is what it was. And even if you were involved. In that I think that you might be able to think back now You know after Mandalorian Everybody's getting along You're like yeah it was kind of nonsense So hopefully people had gone back after that And said well my stand was made I'll go and watch it Like I said it wasn't great But it wasn't horrible So you get a lot of things though That tie in to this As we go off to the War of the Bounty Hunters In a way this seems to be more of At this point a Han Solo story Than just a Boba getting this deal off to Jabba because you have everybody coming out Of the woodwork that has an association With you know Han and even at the end It's it's explained Han is The connection like he, we didn't Know he was the thing that was going to balance The universe here uh, And it, it kind of pokes fun at the idea That we only have a handful of characters That are the most important thing in the whole galaxy mm-hmm. And everything revolves around them uh, But I do I do like that it has a bit of a different scope. It's not just, oh, my, I'm Boba Fett. I'm on the run. Oh, I'm going to shoot people. I'm going, You know, you have a, a little bit more of that because you start off with Han and Carbonite off in the deep space of the mid rim on the ship, the Vermilion, not the Josh Vermilion, just the Vermilion. <laughs> and you do have the verification that the doctor, the back alley doctor that they say, yep. uh, ended up. Being able to cure that crazy, you know, rotting, you know, decay of the carbonite. But why did he do that? We we had the problem before. I'm not going to, uh, you know, hinge anything on my review with it, but he, he never did get, you know, Boba to come back and say, okay, the, the deed is done. Like we said, yeah. maybe he heard it on the radio, but I still would have waited. I still would have waited for Boba to come back. Uh, Mainly, I don't know. It, it just say Boba gets killed outside or can't come out. Like, why well, do the work before? I, it just was odd. Yeah. But they did it. We we said that we thought that this was just a, a forced way. You set up something in a forced way to get Boba to have to go off and do some stuff so he could be stolen. But now you have to do a forced way to get on well, back to be. Maybe able to these win.
1: guys forced him to do it. At, yeah, at maybe point. they
0: just say. He was stabilizing. He stabilized after malfunction. It seems to be like we just got there, and yeah. uh, you know, but it's it's not a big deal. Uh, it, it was just the way to get Boba away from Han to be able to fight in that tournament that meant nothing, and mm-hmm. then come back and he's gone. Uh, but you get the mention, and you find out it is the Crimson Dawn who has Han. And that's a little bit different than we thought. What are these like a, a couple just jerks who yeah. showed up or whatever? Yeah. This this is bigger, and it's a bigger connection to Han as well as we'll see by the end. But yeah, they're going on. They're asking, "Hey, do you think that he's uh, you know, dreaming? Is he you know awake? Can he hear I us? Hope it's not. like he's a you know a coma type <laughs> deal." And they said, "Well, they said I hope not because that'd be awful." But you know, he seems like he was in great pain. They said, "As it goes, it's it's fine." But you go to Boba, who's pissed, and he's on Nar Shadda, the smuggler's moon, in hot face. And he's basically at a bar saying, I'm going to find out who did this, and I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill them. And the bartender's like, what, they steal some credits? Like, no, no, no. They stole a bounty. That's like the biggest thing. I work for a complicated client. I need to get this, all that. Mm-hmm. The big thing here, though. Is that there's these two schmucks, this guy and a girl who are dreaming of bigger things. You know, they're dreaming of a life where they will never have to worry about money because all of a sudden a huge bounty has just come over the network and it is Boba Fett, you know, and it's one of those open bounties. They even say these things are usually taken care of privately, but it's on the deal and it's so much money. And the thing is Boba Fett's right across the bar, just there. This poor guy. Just they're they're talking, him and his girlfriend, like, hey, you know, we could do this, but man, this job, we'll be able to retire already and do this. All right, honey, we got it all. And then goes over and tries to shoot Boba, and Boba just turns around and kills him. And yeah, him. he sees
1: his reflection and just blasts yeah. him. They don't even... There's nothing. Just the guy tries to shoot him, Boba shoots him, and that's it. The guy's yeah, dead. you don't
0: even have the girl, like, say anything. No, she's, she's speechless. Right? Like, she can't even believe yeah. what's going on, I don't think. And then Boba leaves. I mean, that's the deal. And Boba, I'll give him, you know, the deal where... He just is. Oh my God! There's this family. like he walks out. Now he doesn't know quite yet until Forlum and Zuckis show up in a minute. But he just walks out like a badass. Mm-hmm. He walks out of the bar, just killed a guy, right? And he goes to the Slave One, and he ends up sending a message to Jabba and Bib because they're not answering now, saying, "Hey, I've been delayed. I'm going to get the package. You'll be you'll get it as promised." And then he gets attacked by for Laman Zuckus, who pretty much throw a thermal detonator it looks like onto the platform blows up or or it was set there they say it it's almost a deal that they say that it was rigged but it's just a you know a detonator there on mm-hmm. the ramp uh it, it felt more like that was just like they did that but boba to me would see this i, I don't know How he, do you, go, do you, he goes do you on... think
1: boba had to pay more for that parking space like probably look at that he's, he's got his own spot it, right in the middle run of the city down right yeah but yeah, uh, i, think I that, mean it's busy he's got his own yeah, spot
0: yeah maybe it's one of those it's like you know where not many people have ships uh, they're all okay. riding bikes <laughs> i don't know he's there it's just again these are those things that are kind of like oh well that doesn't make much sense in the store still but he's boba fett yeah but that's true yeah with with the deal Like it's funny. He sends that message, and then you see him going up the ramp, and then you just see a real close up of this this bum. And I just I don't know why it doesn't let you see where it it is. Yeah, that was so close up. Yeah, and and he ends up getting knocked back. It doesn't kill him; it knocks him back. And there's our guy for long or Zuckus actually, and Zuckus is like, hey. I think you should stay down if you want to survive. Now, you said you had a problem. I don't know how many spare rockets that, that, can't be that Boba many. has in Slave One. Like, does he have 80 million? Because he's there. I understand he's down and he is in a bad position there, like on his hands and knees, but it's just there to make it so that the rocket is like just pointed right at Zucker's mm-hmm. so and he ends up launching it get—I mean, Zuckus can get away from this thing Plus when you see it it always does like loop-de-loops Yeah so it a loop-de-loop like that, he probably right? had a couple yeah, seconds to doing? dodge it yeah. yeah I think that these might actually by the end of everything They're just duds that he sends out <laughs> to make people jump And it loop-de-loops and goes Because then Boba has the upper hand We're going to go back and forth with this Because Zuckus says you know hey that wasn't really my plan Because Boba's like oh man you know you're supposed to predict the future Why didn't you predict that He's like actually I did uh, there is forlum say hello forlum and it's it's a jokey thing here mm-hmm. you know say hello, forlum, hello. hello, he should have said hello, forlum <laughs> that would have been hilarious. hello for ding, ding. uh but yeah, when they do this, you end up he's like, Oh my God, what what are you two jerk off doing you mm-hmm. know I thought that we had you know kind of a a little bit of a truce going on, like where we have some respect for each other, what not, and the big thing is yeah, where's solo? We And this is big to me, mm-hmm. because not only then does Boba go on and he gets hit by that, you know, grenade or detonator that Forlom and Suckus had, but they were able to go on Slave One, and I would think that that thing is booby-trapped t- to the hill. He's mad you about that. You know what that. I mean? That like
1: was, Once he heard that, he was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> you were on my ship. Like,
0: yeah, and that's crazy. Yeah. I, I would think that that would be some crazy stuff mm-hmm. would go on. Like, he has that rigged. Like I said to the hilt, like everything would happen. You went on my ship. That's my father's ship. All this stuff about, you know, it's got some damage, all that going on. But even that, that the rockets blow off for that. And then he gets away. Like he has a bunch of things that he can set up Mm -hmm. now. I don't know that half of this played out great in the progression of the deal. Because when I first read it, I ended up where, you know, they have him pinned down. I thought he just launched up. And then the. I thought it was actually the what's it called, the exhaust or, or the from his yeah. rocket, not you know the ship. Kind of he activated the ship and the guns start firing with that. Again though, on the flip end, four Lamanzukas should be smart enough to, to get away from that ship if they're there and they don't. They're no. just right the fire. Like this is like one oh one that bounty hunter stuff with ships, right? Yeah. If,
1: if you're near the ship, you have a little beep. Now the ship the starts attacking.
0: Yeah, just right in front it's of like the don't guns. stand
1: behind a horse. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah. And I think that the, the reason why I got confused is because that big boom that went that big explosion. I actually until I looked at it, I'm like, well, did did he like set off a, another like rocket that then he blasted off? But it is the, the guns. And for Lamonzakis, they're, uh, they're hurt. Yeah. They're they're done. And this would be a shame. You can't say there's a one shot coming up later with them. So is that gonna be a prequel to this, where they're going on and find out, or are we going to find them being gathered up and and find, hopefully it's gathered up and deal? Because I don't want Four Lumen Succus to be done Mm-mm. because yeah, Succus he's just hanging off the platform, he's hurt, and he's like you know you don't want me to to die. I can tell you your future, and basically says it sucks. Right, basically yeah. it's like uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just you know the whole deal. Uh, this was where the joke of Stephen Hawking's when he used to say everything in the future, we're all screwed and there's nothing we can do about it. The deal. Uh, you end up where yeah, he, he kicks him off the platform. You said a speeder will come by. He'll fall into that. It'll mm-hmm. be like Fifth Element or something. Yep. Uh, you know, but still, it's weird. And then you get what I thought was going to be the greatest thing ever. You have Boba just decapitate for Lom <laughs> <laughs> and he has his mechanical head. Hooks it up to him and four alum's pleading you know don't get rid of me I, I could be a good translator stuff like that I'm like that's hilarious that he should have him like almost like that Scott Snyder uh, Batman last night on earth where you ended up having Batman walking around with the head of the Joker like this would be really fun and he ends up going and finding out that there's a bounty and that's how he found out yeah. finds out about the bounty. It's like, who got the bounty? Everyone. He's like, that damn Jabba. Because <laughs> Jabba's the one who put it out. He goes to Tatooine, still has Zuck, a, you know, a Forlum's head, just tosses it off a platform. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Like, why are you doing this? Now, with that, it's a funny deal because at first I was going to say, well, how are they going to get, like, Forlum, the body doesn't matter. No. So they find the head. He, and really, you want to do something later, have him on, like, some big giant Transformer. Some big giant Mecca or something mm-hmm. Cool but yeah, there goes You know Forlum over there He's in the sands
1: of Tatooine Until now. we meet again
0: Yeah when he goes up and I mean the pacing Is pretty quick and that's this. what Once I like you get about past it, yeah. The Forlum and stuff like that He end up like now we're, we're Hitting the deal where Bib Fortuna Comes out hey what's going on Jabba isn't Here and he's like okay well I'm gonna kill the Gamarian guards It's just blast them and I, I love it, too. He blasts the one and sets the other one on fire because <laughs> that's his, his weapon set. Pretty cool. And then just says, you know, to Bibb, where where's the things going on? What's going on with this? I had Han Solo stolen from me. I did not sell him because that's what Jabba thought. Yep. That he had sold him to a, a higher, you know, bidder. Uh, so he is pissed and he wants to know. Where Jabba is and we do like pretty good swipes to get to the next deal Like that's pretty cool like where is he then we swipe the hyperspace And the Shad the Rue war barge of Jabba the Hutt me and you Both think it's weird for Jabba to get his butt off of his couch at the palace And get into a ship off planet, but it does make something different Mm -hmm. you know It's kind of a cool I love to see like they don't show them Breaking down three walls and getting the crane out to get his fat butt oh, in yeah. here he, he's like one of those guys that he's fused to the couch <laughs> they're like we don't know what's gonna happen we have to take half of the palace got taken apart so we can get they butt out. their there. bedroom
1: in like 15 years
0: no just there he's there and he's definitely that guy kind of guy yeah. right sitting there and i like, look if you look there on the on the floor there a bunch of fritos he's just eating and sto- but he did bring salacious crumb at least he has that I guess he likes his laugh, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I want Darth to show up and just blast him. Uh, But, yeah, you end up with all this where he's talking to some other huts. It's a nice, you know, you get a little variety. Mm -hmm. You you get some things and you're like, okay, you know, the one you can gussy yourself up you're still a hut, right? (laughs) I mean, and then the other one, he thinks he's, you know. Marlon Brando and I, he's played off Like that this is definitely Definitely the Marlon, godfather, Brando. Marlon yes. Brando Who's there who falls Asleep and wakes up I like that Jabba is a nice guy to the other high Like he, he's forceful but he's Like Ben you know he's a thousand years Old you know you, you gotta you gotta Watch out and so he ends up And it's all about the Crimson Dawn yep. And the big thing Is Crimson Dawn we haven't seen them In a while and if it is really Them uh, and and we don't see the regular leader, then he must be dead. That must be somebody pretty bad. But to do that and all that, and and the thing is, Darth Maul was the main guy behind the scenes of the Crimson Dawn, mm-hmm. but he's dead. I mean, unless you're going to do some wacky stuff here, he, he's dead. And so what they probably are referencing, they should be, is Dryden Voss. Again, this is stuff from the solo movie. And um and, and some Clone Wars stuff as well mentioned and appearing in holograms and stuff like that. But uh, Trident Voss, I don't know that that's such a huge rev- Like, it's not like you sit there and like, oh, my God, he must mean Trident Voss. He must be dead. Like anybody who didn't see the movie, I don't think is getting that connection at all. And even me and you, I just saw the movie. I'm like, OK, what's going on here? Uh, But it does set up who we get by the end. Which is, you know, a pretty cool deal, yep. but again, a solo movie deal. Um, but they're they're heading off the one the one hut's all excited because the Crimson Dawn used to throw a hell of a party, <laughs> you know. Oh, these shindigs, I might even head there myself. But it does seem like you said before we started the idea that this is a a free exchange. Like you end up, the Crimson Dawn seemingly get this too pronounce themselves as on the scene again and be able to work with the huts this like almost like seems to be a a thing of goodwill offering to them i think things are going to change yeah i I don't think it's going to be that easy and i don't think that they're even on the up and up and they may be just trying to get java because when we see who is the person at the end who's in charge uh she has a bit of a connection to han and might be upset even with the idea do you think he's in pain Do you think this is bad? Do you think that he can see like that almost seems to be the deal of her, you know, kind of pissed off, but there's other things that go on here that are kind of cool that we would never get any other way, but this comic, uh, because you might even have, you know, former girlfriend, lover meeting, former possible wife. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people converging on these things. Then in the meantime, former kind of apprentice and dr Ephraim maybe meeting darth vader again there by the end of this i thought okay it's actually there's some more focus going on and some really cool ideas of who is compre- plus we don't even mention like really the idea of also luke and leia on the case as well heading towards or even if they even send you know Say, Lando, Lando, a little pissed off at Jabba, you know, or not Jabba, more of uh, Darth Vader, but has a deal behind the scenes with Jabba. Like, yeah, there's a lot, it's of, a lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool stuff, because we do go back to the Crimson Dawn and the idea of, you know, and and this is what I uh, like. I'm saying about the leader of the Crimson Dawn, where you have Boba look at the message and it is, you know, and, and there's, you know, Boba. OK, so it's a Crimson Dawn. You got that, whatever, it's going on Okay, she just wants them to show Up, giving it, and like, okay, so now Boba is on, you know, on The scene to go after the Crimson Dawn, so that, like, there's a lot of Pieces around, like, who's going after Who, and who mm-hmm. would react to, to what um, But we go to Jakara The mid-rim, and that's where you See, again, this Crimson Dawn Where they're talking about it, and say, To this, and again, the leader Has got a hoodie on, you know, this is So that we won't be able to see By the end but also even like the Idea that maybe she doesn't want Outsiders to know who she Is but But you have Han floating in air That's pretty cool it's better than that thing that Jabba hooks him up to Yeah Yeah, I like that thing on the
1: wall Well, This is cool you wear a hoodie all the time Is your face like black like that so you can't see it I don't put the hoodie up. What am I, <laughs> going to rob a bank? I'm just walking around with a
0: hoodie. I just like just keeping your neck a loose-fitting deal <laughs> and just like the, the look. And it's true. I don't like sweatshirts. I actually like hoodies. Uh, but, yeah, I, when I put it over my head, yes, it goes completely dark like that. And then I go around and I, I talk menacingly, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess that what she's doing is like, well, you know, it worked for the emperor. I'm going to go with this. True. So, you know, she goes, and even even sometimes with Luke, like he he likes the hoodie as well. Mm-hmm. Most people would call it a cloak, but I still say it's a hoodie. But yeah, he's there. I I like the idea that as he's up there, you could go over and spin him around real quick. Yeah, it'd be funny. You spin him around, and then it stops, and he's got like more carbonite vomit coming out of his <laughs> mouth because he's he's seasick. <laughs> uh you end up where they're talking about it. Why is this guy so important? you? What's about Han Solo? What's going on? And this shrouded figure says. You know, I I believe that Han Solo, you know, he has such a huge connection. This is a way to get our reputation going. Uh, and it says, I needed something to get the intention of the entire galaxy. And for better or worse, I believe it's Han Solo. And it's a funny back and forth. Like, But it's almost like an interview. But how is that possible? Isn't he just a smuggler with a terrible reputation? And you ever see that um, Natalie Portman rap on Saturday Night Live? Back in in the deal where they're interviewing her And then she raps and curses up It's funny if you look at it But it does remind me of that back and forth with that But it says how is it possible You know smuggler with a terrible reputation He is that But somehow this man just a smuggler With a terrible reputation is directly connected To almost every powerful faction in the galaxy And you do see it a, A really cool spread page If you don't know that this is centering on A lot of things from the solo movie You just look at the Han here. This is the young Han directly from it, which makes sense because this would be the Han that this shrouded figure would be thinking about, like, you know, back in the day, the sexy days of the Han here. But we do see everyone. It's funny, too, because, yeah, Han has a connection with all these. But, yeah, so does Chewbacca. So does Leia. It's it's Mm -hmm. that whole core group. Um, But I, I like the idea that you and it makes sense by the end of who this is and why. She would do that and all that But you see, you know, the Rebel Alliance You see Dr. Afra and Sana There's where you have that deal Where, you know, ex-wife Gil, yep. You have Darth Vader staring off Into the red It's funny too because that almost seems like it's, It ties in with the future of Boba But I just think it's a color thing Then you have, if you haven't forgotten <laughs> You end up <laughs> Having stupid Dengar Dengar is everywhere running, now He's running with balance And I love the idea that you have all these So you, you have like the rebel deal And you do have, he's out there Leia, well, we'll find him Don't lose hope, I'm trying, Luke Like <laughs> you have to, like, I'm like I, I kind of know who that is But it is funny with Dengar and Valance I'm thinking that all of this Is coming a lot out of that Bounty Hunters book Which has to be one of the least read books In this whole run of Star Wars deal So it's like, get back here Dengar <laughs> Like, if we survive this house, <laughs> I'm like all right then you have Jabba which again that that's a cool deal too but then the smiling young Do you remember the
1: name of the actor that played him
0: No I was not trying to think the deal and I can't I I liked him
1: a lot it's of people like, an didn't Irish like him. name I didn't. maybe
0: yeah, I don't remember yeah. uh that's not it good. was Luke Hollywood <laughs> I remember that it was somebody that I'd seen other movies from too and I can't, I thought he was in that out in the Wild movie, like he went out and was living in the wild, then he died. I don't know.
1: That's as close as I'm getting I, I have no idea. It's, oh, it's yes. uh, Aiden
0: Rike. Ar- yeah, Ar- 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 Reik- okay, yeah, I'm wrong then. I'll Is forget it who five it minutes from now. That doesn't even sound right. Al- uh, no.
1: Al- Alden Rike.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm wrong <laughs> then. It wasn't the guy I thought. He's American. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I did like him. I did like him in the deal, but yeah, I, oh. I didn't remember him. Mean, he's though no, he, he's no Harrison Ford, he isn't No uh, But yeah, then you have this Girl, all of a sudden The lights get turned on So you can see Avro face at first Han always wanted to save me And you're like, ooh And that's the whole deal You know, why are you doing this? And the basic thing is And right now it's exactly like, You know, I, Han always wanted to save me Now he'll get his chance And it's like, ooh, you jerk Like, save you As in, like, you're going to use him But we'll see what it means because this is Kiara mm-hmm. from the solo movie. She has taken on the Crimson Dawn. And that makes sense. I mean, it, this is not a jump. It's no. just, is it as exciting as... as I, I thought it was cool for seeing that movie and going, oh man, that's a cool connection. And that's something I did not expect. Like that that did surprise me. And it makes sense, like I said. But is this like, if she would have pulled it and instead of she... Darth Maul had lived. I mean, you pull this back into Starth Maul, you're like, holy crap! Like, oh my god, I got to see what is it a clone? Is it? But you know, Kiara is cool. But that's it's cool. It's not like, oh my god, this is unbelievable. I can't wait. I, I'm gonna. But I did like it, and and just have seen the movie. You know, I'm down with that. I see it looks great. The art is the deal. And uh, at first, first reading, I thought the art. It kind of threw me off a little But yeah. each time I read it Because I read it a couple of times here I liked it more and more I actually did like the art by the end Me too uh, I thought so, it was going to
1: be McNiven But I guess he just did the prelude Yeah, yeah, yeah And, and it is like a, a bit of a different style Yeah, a little you know, bit cartoony point, A little bit Yeah,
0: parts cartoony Very colorful Very, yeah. you know Except that last It's weird because that last deal With Kiara looks a little different, right? It looks really like Clean and mm-hmm. that the other stuff looked like almost like, like Play Doh at points, some of the characters, but it looked good. And yeah, we're gonna, she says, finish the preparations. The guests should be arriving soon. Yes, Lady Kiara. And you're like, oh, Kiara. But yeah, we have this whole yeah, thing, Crimson Dawn. We didn't all see that, that stuff. coming. So
1: that's what I no, think. So no, and cool. that's
0: cool. Yeah. Uh, this is the best issue of a Star Wars book that we've read in months. I it, love it. To me, right. I thought it was really good. Uh, and I'm excited now. I'm excited because now this. Makes sense. It it seems like there's more things involved with it and it all. Like I said, I'd rather it tie into not just Han and Carbonite, but Han and it does. And that actually, I didn't even think. All I thought this was going to be every bounty hunter out of the woodwork trying to grab the Carbonite, you know, deal. And we do. We're going to have some of those. You know what I mean? And even when we say all the connections, even have that deal with Dengar and Valance with each other because Dengar's going to want to grab. Han and Carbonite, but you know, Valence has a history with Han, so all these things converge, and I think that's you know pretty darn cool. Yeah, and we end up going from here. I'm gonna look at it. We have the bounty hunters number 13 uh, coming out next, and it says the mighty Chewbacca isn't pleased to find Valence and Dengar hunting for Han Solo and Nar Shada, because remember they were going off yep. and uh, going there. So, okay, you know, I, I'm worried. The only thing that I'm worried about still. Is just the idea that me and you are just going to really love the War of the Bounty Hunters number issues. And then the other is going to be, ah, you know, we'll see. But we'll see. Hopefully that's not the case. Uh, Hopefully we have some uh, pretty cool deal. And I do like in this, which I I haven't seen in many checklists. I'll give them full credit, too. You end up having descriptions of all of the June Issue I like the end pictures then, over to the Right too yeah yeah isn't that cool yes, Like I you like can that. actually and you can actually read What each one is about yep. I, To me that means they're confident that this Is going to hit because otherwise They would just throw them out there like You have a checklist all the time in the X Books but we're not getting a description Of things like that and I think that that is Really yeah neat. I mean and also
1: then, like uh, War of the Realms And, and King and Black they, they Threw a bunch of stuff out and then they cut a lot of things Yeah too.
0: yeah so this means like, And I was going to say that uh, you're right. And also, I was going to say the idea that at least we know that this stuff has, you know, been written well. And like they can put this out. Like you said, they're I would say most of, this, most
1: of this is already written or so script, scripted at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I, I agree. I'm sure that most of it is, you know, art wise mm-hmm. just waiting. And and hopefully, you know, nothing gets delayed or anything along the way. But I, I would think that they're pretty solid with this. And and you have a guy like Charles Song, Greg Park being the big ones. Yeah, you have Alyssa Long. And also Ethan Sachs that I don't know too much about, but I don't really recall a lot of things of Charles Sewell or Greg Pak getting delayed. I don't remember ever thinking, even, you know, back at the DC times and things, saying to myself, oh, Charles Sewell, there he goes again. It's delayed. A lot of the delays are usually on art. Star Wars time. are
1: never really delayed. I yeah. yeah. Is, so we, uh, we've uh,
0: been pretty solid yeah. with this stuff. And yeah. So then it, you would assume you get to July. War of the Bounty Hunters, number two will be the first. And then you'll get a description of the rest. Of I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I actually really like that. Plus, me and you can tell people what's going to be next. A lot of times we're rooting around <laughs> and trying to find things. So, yeah. We don't know until we'll the week
1: over the day before. No.
0: Yeah, I'm all we'll <laughs> Bounty Hunters. And it seems like in, in June, you get a book a week. They're not going to double up or whatever. It's a book each week. So that is cool as well, including what will be Dr. Afra, just as a shout out. That is an annuals week. So that will be on the Patreon only. But you can deal with that later. Uh, we'll be talking about that at other times. Mm-hmm. But thanks, everybody, for well, listening. What's your oh, rating? We didn't give a what's score. Your My what's your score rating? is a nine. Me too. I'm, really, I'm, I'm pumped up now. Yep. I'm so glad, too. I was even thinking before I read it. The idea of, like, boy, we, we've been down on these books. Mm-hmm. Like, we have this podcast because we love Star Wars, and we've been down on these books. I hope this is good because, to me, if this is bad, then I think not even just us being upset, but I think that people be like, man, these guys don't like Star Wars. No, this I'm is a nine yet. through
1: and through right here. Yeah, yeah. It really great. is.
0: It really is. And,
1: and it's oversized,
0: and it didn't seem like it was. Man, no, I was flying through it. Yeah. And, and here's the deal. If you, you know, say you're there and like, hey, I don't have a lot of money. Whatnot. Seriously, first off, just get Marvel Unlimited and wait for these to hit that because they'll start hitting before the end anyway, and you can just go with it. But just buy this issue. You you can buy the alpha issue if you want. That I I guess that you do, you'll do. you have that set up with Boba Fett and that tournament. It's not the greatest issue. We didn't love it, but you'll at least see. But you don't really need the preludes up to this. No, Read this and see if you're into it and then if you are and you do have the money then you know go through and buy all the ones but it, it almost seems like you would have the deal where you could just buy these main ones but it's a well, shame that's what it like is all... so yeah
1: so number two is going to be the test because if they end up just recapping all of the tie-ins yeah then and then it's you not know really that, a number yeah. two we we hate
0: that yeah yeah yeah
1: so we'll see and i mean i'm looking at the other
0: things just to to throw it out there when we get Star Wars, then it's Leia, Luke, Chewie, R2, and 3PO attempt to infiltrate the most dangerous place in the galaxy to save Han. Mm-hmm. And Lando's still not sure what side he should be on. So that makes sense and whatnot. But you have then in Darth Vader, Dark Droid versus Dark Lord. Darth Vader is after valuable intel. There is a new threat rising, but the ruthless bounty hunter IG-88 knows Vader's weakness. So again, these all sound really cool, mm-hmm. right? That That sounds awesome. IG-88 versus Darth Vader. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, he has a, he's actually, it's funny, if they go buy this deal, he has what is the last book of this whole deal. So we'll see. And then True. Dr. Afra, which we've been down on lately, you have Afra and Sana's uh, must, uh, must Escape the Luxury Cruise from Hell and the Bounty Hunter Dirge is after the same target. And that goes, that, that, again, okay, that didn't sound as hard-hitting as the other but no that was Afro, that weird
1: looking bounty hunter yeah guy.
0: yep that was the deal that was the cousin too the cousin on yep. that uh luxury cruise from hell uh from uh lady tag so yeah but we'll see who will be reading and reviewing them <laughs> but yeah you, you have all those in a row and then you get that and i'm like i need something more from Afra. Afra has quickly i think become my least favorite of the books that we talk about just a little under bounty hunters, but bounty hunters, the, the deal is it seems important now because of this war of the bounty hunters, I think that vaults it up a little. And mm-hmm. it's a shame because of all the characters, both me and you have probably Afra of the comic Star Wars universe in, in our top, you know, five or ten or whatnot. Uh, because I have her probably number five of the deal. And if you go with like let's not count, you know, what the Trinity uh, And then even like a like she oh, would be she's right up there. In there yeah, yeah for me. She would be right up there. If you yeah. don't count the main guys that she's number one for me, then of these other people in the comics. So I need more from that book. But that's that. Uh, And yeah, thank you for joining me, Matt. Thanks, everybody, for mm-hmm. listening. Remember to go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back 100 percent. And check out our Patreon, patreoncom slash. Weird Science for a bunch of Marvel, DC, Indy, all these sort of things over there. And we do have a bonus Star Wars podcast, but I'm working out the details of the, uh, the scheduling with my man Pete from NYC. But that will be back soon as well. So thanks, everybody. Thank you, Matt. And yep. we will talk to you next week.